0: back to the Delaware Boys' Dynasty Football Podcast, three of the four. Um, Brian, Frankie, say what's up to the people. No A.J.
1: tonight, boys. No A.J. Go ahead, Frankie. I'll let you kick things off. I'll follow that up.
2: What up, everybody? Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, yeah, no A.J. tonight. Still recovering from uh, the new baby. It's Tough to uh, get some sleep and get rest when you got that new baby in the house, so we gotta gotta let him get that rest whenever he can get it, so Shout out, AJ. Sorry you're missing the pot again, but we're going to hold it down for you tonight. Uh, Everybody, make sure you uh, check out the Phillies and Braves tonight. Go Braves. That's all I
1: got for you. Yeah, uh, just saying, I got slammed last week for saying AJ is going to be gone for a while because of the baby. (laughs) But here we are now. Uh, But no, uh, glad to be back on. Today we're doing uh, week week six check-in on the rookies. Uh, We are... Alvarella Dynasty Podcast. It's been a while since we talked about these rookies. I think it's been in long enough for us to give like a pretty initial judgment on how they're doing so far in the season. Sure. Um
0: I agree. Let's jump right in, Ryan. You got a favorite rookie you were pretty big on. Um let's talk about Chris Olave, man. Uh leads the leads the NFL in air yards. Air yards, yeah. He's give some uh give some credit.
1: Well, first of all, I just want to say I've been a huge, alive guy from two years, and that's dated back. I I wanted him. I thought he should have came out two years ago, but he said another year at Ohio State, so be it. Um, But, yeah, even without Jameis for a week, he still – I can't remember what he did last week, but I'm still pretty sure he posted a touchdown last game.
0: He came out with a concussion, though, in the third quarter, but he he
1: had like five catches for 60 and a touchdown
0: yeah he had so, four for a, 54 in a touch
1: yeah a touchdown, yeah so even without Taysom, and then you got james coming back soon who's gonna allow that like you said the air yards i mean james slings the rock more than anybody else even going back to tampa so he's got tons of opportunity michael thomas is off the field uh i still think he continues to be the guy there even if michael thomas returns to be honest with you
0: for sure i'm a big i'm a big chris olave fan um he just looks so skilled, so polished beyond his rookie year. His game looks really smooth. Um, I like that he come in and demanded targets, especially with a veteran wide receiver court, even though Michael Thomas has been banged up. But you got Jarvis Landry. You got Kamara, who's heavily involved. I mean, he's got he's got two 13-target games. He stands out as a guy that's going to be a focal point when it comes, you know, for the longevity. I don't care if James is your QB or not. This kid is polished and get open in all assets of the field, short, right. intermediate, deep. It's it's a beautiful game to watch. I think he's going to transcend into a real star. The only the only thing about it I always told you I had issues with his ability to create after the catch. That was his uh, that was his one thing that was going to hold him back from being elite. But I think
1: he can be a solid solid wide receiver in today's game. Yeah, for sure. His separation is insane. That's the thing that gets his route running. He's just so, he's been so polished. I mean, even in college, you could see like he's just above and beyond most other receivers in college. And then you look at him, even compared to Garrett Wilson. Yeah, I thought he looked better than Garrett Wilson last year. A lot of the public seems to think that Garrett Wilson was going to be better. I mean, we're still yet to see that. I mean, given Wilson's with the Jets, and you got Jamis who throws the ball a lot to a lot there. So do what you want with that, but. I've always thought that Olave's been that guy. He's just so smooth, man. And, like, that's hard to not translate to the league. You know what I mean? Like, just to have those skills to get open is, like, half the battle. Yeah, and I, really.
2: think, I think I Olave and Wilson have both kind of had the same kind of impact so far in the NFL as they had at Ohio State. Olave's been a lot more consistent, where Garrett Wilson's had a lot more of those explosive outings. Olave's uh, consistently putting up target share in this offense right now uh he started the season a little slow with only three targets but since then he hasn't had any less than six so yeah. definitely proven that he's a reliable uh fixture in this offense regardless of who's out there chucking the ball around so yeah i definitely think a coming on strong so far this year sorry i to didn't mean to interrupt you, chalmers. go ahead
0: no yeah, you're good i just wanted to point out the fact that like garrett wilson's already had to deal with a qb change obviously it wasn't his fault zach wilson got hurt preseason. um Joe Flacco was throwing the ball all over the yard the first three weeks of the year, Four, you know, three weeks of the year. He was just throwing the ball all over the yard. Yeah. Um, then you see the Jets completely change script, go more run heavy. Um, but I think you've seen Garrett Wilson's talent. I mean, I can't remember exactly who the corner was, but I remember that head fake into the foot slide into the end zone or was just a wide open ball in the back corner of the end zone. It, dude, it was a beautiful route. His head fake, his foot speed. I think Garrett Wilson, he's just so polished as well. Um, I don't know. I have Drake London as my wide receiver one in this class, but I don't know who to pick for my wide receiver two. Olave and Garrett Wilson, like I said, have both had consistent games. One's been more explosive in a two-week period. olave has been more consistent. I don't really know how to how to chalk it up. You know what I mean? They both have been good. They both have been impressive.
2: Yeah, I think the edge would probably have to go to a just because I feel like he's going to get more of those reliable targets, like I was saying. So uh, yeah. Wilson, if Flacco's not in there, uh, chuck the ball around the yard, then I don't think it's going to be as reliable, per se, for Garrett Wilson to get those targets. So
0: Yeah, uh,
1: he's very much capped by Zach Wilson. I mean, it was all fun in games with Joe Flacco because he's throwing the ball close to 60 times a game. So it's like, of course, the ball's going somewhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> right but my thing was is like i didn't see i didn't see elijah moore take that step that i thought he was going to take as a true dominant wide receiver one gary wilson came in it seems like he's demanding this wide receiver room like it's his so like i do like that early as well um but i talked about drake london we got a huge falcons fan obviously here go ahead man give some shout out to drake man he's played very very well yeah he has uh
2: Little little lull here in the season for him coming off of back-to-back weeks that are a little little slow in the terms of production, two catches and four catches respectively. Um, but before that, came on really strong, uh, five catches to start the season and eight catches and a touchdown for 86 yards. Hasn't eclipsed 100 yards in the game yet, so that is a little concerning in terms of Drake London's production. But it uh, seems like Arthur Smith really wants to get him involved in this offense early. He's lining them up all over the field. Um, he's putting them in the slot. He's lining them up next to Pitts in certain formations. Um, he love to see the way that they're utilizing him right now. Um, he's definitely kind of having a little bit more of the production uh, that I think everybody was expecting out of Kyle Pitts. So uh, I think Drake London is definitely the wide receiver one so far out of this rookie class. I had him as my wide receiver one coming into the draft uh, or coming out of the draft um due to his landing spot and his target share so so far so good with drake london i think if you can get your hands on him early you should uh definitely coming off of these lulls you might be able to get him at a little bit of a discount um so yeah drake london is a guy i'm very very happy to have on my team as a falcons fan so
1: yeah uh, so i think the biggest thing to look at with london is first of all you can't get a separation i'll give my I apologize. I was a hater of the separation thing. He gets separation, but the bigger thing to look at is he's got so far this year a forty percent target share. And put that in perspective, last year, Devontae Adams monster season, he had a thirty five percent target share mm-hmm. with Green Bay. So they go on to him often over everybody else. Uh it's not it's I mean forty percent is insane.
0: And he's Don't going to play that. low
1: games <laughs> for sure. But at the same time, last week, Marcus Mariota only completed seven passes. So, like, it's not a Drake London problem. It's just right. his quarterback situation problem. The talent is definitely there. Um, and that's the biggest thing. And that's, that's just – I think the biggest thing in fantasy football you look for is volume. And 40% target share, even though that may go down, is still absolutely insane. You I do that- want
2: to do want to thank you for bringing up the separation point, Delia. I wanted yeah. to touch on that, and it was kind of a big deal coming into the season. And I kept mentioning in pods coming into the season that Drake London has a very good does a very good job at creating separation at the catch point. And so far in the NFL, he's like he's been a separation monster at the catch point. Every time the ball's yeah. in the air, he is just attacking it, and that's what he was doing at USC before he got hurt. So. I'm very happy to see that that's translating well. Um, a lot of people said that it wouldn't translate just because of the corners being a little bit more physical in the NFL than they are in the Pac-12. But so far, so good for Drake London. He's still uh, just a, a, a freak when it comes to getting up. You mean he's six, six, so that or a 6'4", yeah. excuse me. So that helps. But, yeah, I, I'm very happy with what I've seen out of Drake London so far. He is putting a lot of those separation issue concerns to bed uh that one touch i think the second touchdown he scored this season where uh he left the dude just in the dust on an in and out route that he had to run in the end zone or in the red zone so yeah not having any of those separation issues that people were worried about so thank you for bringing that up dally i meant to touch on that i'm glad I, i'm glad you brought it back up for me
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely this dude this dude's game looks pretty complete for a big wide receiver he's really shifty i never realized how shifty he was and then I always knew the physicality I mean this dude plays like a grown ass man like he's he's he can barely buy a beer he can barely go to the bar buy a beer this dude plays like a grown ass man he's strong and it's always fun to watch um I have no problem admitting my wrongs as well. I was in the same boat as Delhi um, when it came to the separation issues that I thought would plague him in the league. I'm absolutely wrong i I have a share of Drake London. I never thought I'd buy into it until I saw it but i I did and I'm very happy with it. Drake London has been very, very impressive. Um, I want to get down to Seattle, though. Um, oh, I thought we were going No, back. no, 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 no. No, 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 no. My, guy, my guy's automatic.
1: Automatic. But anyway.
2: No, so, come on. You got to talk about your guy. We all
0: got to talk about to him. Our no guy. Worry, we'll
1: touch on Kenneth Walker first. That's not going to take away. Yeah, we'll talk about
0: Kenneth. Right. I mean, you know, again, injury, blood, plagues Rashad Penny. It's been his story his whole career, his whole, whole career. Um, But you know what? And the thing about it is, I don't know if you guys realize this, but Detroit's fell for the last couple weeks. But Seattle leads the league now for yards at initial point of contact, which is a great sign for the running backs. This offense looks really good through the first five weeks. Gino, let Gino cook. Gino is cooking. It's great. I love it. Geno's
2: literally running the offense that they tried to run with Russ, and Russ wasn't able to run it. It's one of the wilder things that you'll ever see.
0: I love it. Um, it's, been a, it's been a lot of fun. And now I think that if you can get an established run game into this, it's going to be a good time. We saw Kenneth Walker, we saw, hasn't had a, a double-digit touch game yet. But last week, eight carries, pops off for 88 yards and a touchdown. Um Obviously not too involved in the receiving game. He never has been, but he's a good pass protector, which means he's going to be on the field on third downs. Travis Homer's on the IR. DJ Dallas is the only other healthy running back behind him. A lot of opportunity coming his way for the rest of the year. Um, I think this kid is ready to break out as well. We pegged him as the running back, too, in this class, and I I think he can live up to that. I li- I know you want to talk about your guy. That's fair, but I'm just going off draft stock right now. I think I think he has an opportunity to live up to to the billing. Fair
1: enough. Um, yeah, I love Walker. I liked him coming out of Michigan. He's just – honestly, for how small he is, he's pretty physical back. Uh, that's what I liked about his game in Michigan State. He looks like a kind of a pure runner. Knows what he's doing with the rock. Knows how to hit holes. Um and I mean, it's translated. We haven't seen a whole lot, but I mean, what eleven yards per carry is pretty fucking insane. And I mean, that is his role now. He's definitely going to be the RB one in Seattle. I mean, who's their backup? I mean, is DJ Dallas even there anymore? Like, I DJ don't... Dallas is there. He's healthy. But Travis. DJ Dallas. D- okay, his backup is DJ Dallas.
2: It's Dallas and Homer. DJ Dallas
0: and Travis yeah. Homer.
1: Travis Homer. Yeah. So I mean, that's his job. He's not going to lose it. Penny's gone for. Have they even announced how long Penny's gone for?
0: All oh, year. He's
1: out all year. year,
2: year. year. He's on the the IR for the year.
1: Yeah, so this will be Kenneth Mm -hmm. Walker's job from here on out because Penny's on a contract year. So, yeah, I mean,
2: I've never been a big Kenneth Walker guy, so I won't take too much air out of the pod with it. But he's going to be an RB one in this offense, and so far this offense has shown that it's one of the more reliable offenses in fantasy football this season. This uh, offensive line has been much improved to everyone's surprise. I mean, the whole time Russ was there. The problem with Seattle was they couldn't get that offensive line situated, and now they have one of the better offensive lines through the first five weeks of the season. So, uh, Kenneth Walker's looking to explode. Uh, if you're started a little slow in your season, and you got Kenneth Walker coming off the bench now for you, you should uh, should be able to rebound a little bit here. So, good, Trummer. Sorry
0: no you're good i was i was just listening to you you say you're not a big kenneth walker fan so you know but it's always good to get praises like this kid this kid just runs the ball hard like delhi said he's very selective he's very good at reading defenses he i mean you know big 10 football is the second best football in the country and he was out here shredding shredding defenses he was the best running back last year at coming out of college um let's do it i'm ready let's talk about him. um this is speaking of running
2: backs. You said that running. Kenneth Walker is running back two, Chalmers. So why don't you tell everybody who everybody had as the RB one coming into the season,
1: including yourself? <laughs> Literally everybody. I think I think everybody.
0: Everybody did, but you know, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't get no. I didn't get no love after these three preseason games where we averaged one point eight yards per carry. I didn't get nothing. Nobody hey, won. listen.
1: I listen. I was never on record saying he was bad. I was on record saying he's on the Jets, and that's a yep. problem. And it is hey, a problem. It no is a problem. It's a problem. I don't care what you say. I mean, if he's on a bit of better offense, I mean, what are you? What What if he was in Seattle?
0: I mean. At the end of the day, the Jets are three and two, boys. <laughs> At the end of the day, the Jets are three and two, and Brees
2: Hall is the RB eight. So yeah, what are we yeah. going to say? Go yeah. ahead, Trummer. Yeah,
0: let's do it. Um, now this is specifically for AJ, man. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean you're listening. You want you want to talk all that stupid shit before this year started? Brees Hall is that guy, guys. I mean, there's there's no question about it. And everybody talked about this timeshare that's going to happen, and I'm sorry to tell you, but that timeshare is fading. Uh, We are now at almost 70% snaps played as of last week. He got vultured for two touchdowns, which sucks. He dragged a defender 20 yards after an 80 yard catch to the (laughs) one, and they didn't give him the touchdown. Blows my mind. He had a 35 yard run and got tackled at the one, and then gave up another touchdown. He did get one last week, though. Nice to see. But he's also involved in the passing game. He's averaging 4.91 yards per carry. This kid is explosive. The receiving game is there. He has what, twenty-seven catches, and he, they always said he wasn't. He was playing like a thirty percent snap share early in the year. That'll go down. I think the receiving catches down. I'm sorry, 20 29 targets. Excuse me, twenty-nine he targets, years. seventeen catches. Either way, two hundred thirteen receiving yards, and he has a receiving touchdown as well. This kid, I told y'all, this kid has a complete game. He's been balling out, and yeah,
1: he's a beast. He is a beast. He was yeah, I mean, what is it. there really to say? I mean, he's the he was the consensus 101, and he's still the consensus 101. So, I mean, it's not like we have much to say about him. We've said our praises in the offseason. Nah. I think AJ is AJ not being here hurts because he's the only one that has to own up to something. So, you he's lucky he missed Del he's loves with pod. So, Dylan and
2: I both were very much on the train of we like Brees Hall's talent. We don't like a that he's a Jet and b that you have to draft him in the second or third round of a yeah. startup
0: draft. Like, but he's if the, price the price was too high. I mean, is he? Well, up, it was
1: more but, so like we don't want to take the risk with a second or third round pick. Not that he couldn't live up to it. It's just like, okay, what if you picked him in your startup draft at the back end of the second round and he busts?
2: Or what if you could just draft Damian Pierce later and get an RB2 that's going to give you close to the same production as Brees Hall has up to this point?
0: I like Damian that Pierce. That was the
2: point. That was the right. whole point of Brees Hall this offseason. Normally you don't have to draft rookie running backs unless they're Saquon Barkley that high or Christian McCaffrey that high in a startup draft. And he was getting drafted that high. So if he lives up to it, then cool. So far, so good for you, Chalmers. He's he's looking after five
1: weeks.
0: To be fair, I did tell you, college production mixed with the NFL draft combine, you know, athlete score, the elite athlete score, plus, I I mean, we can just keep going into it. He was going to be that guy. He is that guy. He is. You, again, you never heard Delly and I say that he wasn't a good <laughs> running back
2: talent. So you're, now, you're, you are still preaching and yelling at AJ about this.
0: Yes, I am. I am absolutely <laughs> yelling at AJ. But I think, so we're on Yeah, the go- leave me,
1: yeah. leave me out of this. AJ's not here, man. I'm not a part of this.
0: <laughs> but my last thing I'm going to say, we do have a little, you know, side bet for this. Uh, I have a 1400 scrimmage yard bet on Brees Hall completely. Um, and I think we're at 488 for Brees Hall, almost, almost 500. So we're like, We're like a little over a third of the way there. So, it's. I mean, we're going into week six. He does have a rough schedule, you know, mixed in there periodically. So, we'll see how it works out. But I think 1,400 yards at this point is very obtainable. But you want to bring up Damian Pierce. You are a Florida fan. Go ahead. Floor is yours. Damn, man. Damian Pierce. uh, We mentioned
2: Brees Hall, the running back eight. Damian Pierce, running back 11. So, That was, again, the point that I was trying to make with Brees Hall all offseason was the price. Uh, Damian Pierce's price started to go up near the end of the season once it turned out that he had usurped Rex Burkhead, and I don't even remember who the hell else they brought into that backfield this offseason. But once Damian Pierce, yeah, yeah, there it is, Mac.
1: For Achilles.
2: Yeah, Uh, and then Burkhead came in and had all those carries in the week one, so Pierce's value went down a little bit, but since then, He's just been a beast. Uh, got into it a smidge last week, so I won't delve too deep into it, but he had a great week last week, 26 carries for 99 yards on a touchdown with three catches for 14 yards. So, I mean, he's just getting hell of volume right now. So Damian Pierce is clearly the RB2 coming out of this draft class so far after five weeks. I think he has the potential to be the RB1. Um, but, yeah, Damian Pierce looked really good coming out of Florida. Um just a bowling ball, hard to tackle. He kind of looks like how I think people thought Javante Williams was going to look, just to be fair, not to bring up a name that I know is a little bit of a pain point, but yeah, Damian Pierce kind of, kind of running like Javante right now. looking, looking like that bowling ball type back that everybody was expecting Javante to be. Uh, If you like Javante Williams, you'll love Damian Pierce. So yeah, that's what I got for you on Damian Pierce.
0: I am also a fan of Damian Pierce. Um, I only have one share, though, and it's in the Warrior Bowl. And that has been the best late-round draft pick I've had. And he's outperforming my running back breakout, who I was you know, with the injury last year, but Dobbins. At points, Dobbins looks good. At points, he doesn't. But Damian Pierce has carried my running back room. I never thought an 11th-round pick I'd be saying that about in a a (laughs) draft. But it's a beautiful thing it's an absolutely beautiful thing. The only thing that scares me and yes, he's run well. And I and I said the same thing about James Robinson when the coaching regime was all changed in Jacksonville. They have no you know, what I mean, he's a he's a day 3 running back. They have no, you know, uh loyalty to this guy. Will he be around if the regime in Houston changes? But based off how he's playing, I don't see why not.
2: Honestly, I, I think talent sticks around, but that's just me. I don't want to get, again, I don't want to get on my soapbox about Damian Pierce I talked about him the last pod we were on, so, uh, but still the RB2 in this draft class so far. We did get a listener question uh, pertaining to Brees Hall, asking where we have Brees Hall ranked in our updated dynasty rankings in terms of running back, so uh, just off cuff, I don't have that, so I'll think about it for a few seconds, but Chalmers, you had him pretty Highly ranked coming into the season, so where do you have him at this point?
0: I had him coming in at eight. Um, Updated, I've I've dropped uh, Najee out of my top ten, and I had Najee running back two. Najee is number. Najee is running back eleven for me, and I've moved Mixon. I've moved Mixon down as well. I have Hall sitting at running back six.
2: Yeah, that's fair. I'd say he's he's
0: I'd say he's top eight, definitely top
2: ten. Um, just off the top of my head, I'd say McCaffrey, Saquon, Taylor, uh, uh, Chubb. Swift, Chubb. So that's, that's what five.
1: Me. So, I mean, yeah, there's Eckler depending on if you, about Eckler he's older. Um, yeah, and that's it. I mean, it's it's close between Eckler and Breeze Hall for me. It's just but yeah, then so, again, I mean,
0: he's, that's he's more, right there between six and eight. Yeah, to be fair, I have Eckler at seven. No disrespect to Eckler; um, he's absolutely balling right now. But give me the youth to start, and yeah. we when when yeah. start. I'll take the youth. Fair enough. But uh, that is true, Dilly. I have, and I actually have Damian Pierce right at running back twelve. I literally would yeah. love to sell Najee for Damian Pierce. Oh, I, can't sure. I can't sell why Najee for anybody. Can't sell Najee. Why would you
2: why would you want Najee Harris? He is Trent Richardson. As as our co host AJ likes to continuously <laughs> send us tweets about comparing Trent
0: Richardson and Najee Harris, their stats look dangerously similar. So, it scares me, bro. And plus I, I, can't, um, I can't move Mixon either. It dude, it's awful. Nobody wants Mixon.
2: The Bengals offensive line has looked terrible.
0: They have. They look bad.
2: They spend all those resources on that offensive line, and it's just look like, like hot garbage.
0: Yeah, I think I don't know how my top ten rounds out though because I have Eckler seven, Mixon eight. I have Dobbins nine, ten around there. I, dude, running backs are a dying breed right now. Running backs are Wait, getting. We don't
1: wanna. I- Listen, I love talking about rankings, but yeah. that's, we can yeah, we can yeah. roll back into the uh, the other that's side, cool. the dark side of the rookies. Now I think we've covered most of the positive sides here.
2: Hold on, we still got one more position to cover, Deli. Your boy, the number one tight end,
1: and oh my god, the, the number ranking. one tight end,
2: number one rookie tight end. What <laughs> you got? Yeah, with your boy, Bellinger. I mean, man. that's not
1: saying much. I mean, however many other, I mean, likely, but still. But yeah, Daniel Bellinger. I mean, we'll take him. I'm glad he's on the field. He's definitely been playing more of the blocking tight end, but I mean, um, he's managed to outscore Kyle Pitts this season so far. So I mean, hey, whatever, keep it moving.
2: And he's outscored the guy that he uh, took his job of, uh,
1: your boy Evan Ingram. So Evan. well, Evan Ingram's just <laughs> nah, he just drops everything and gets thrown to him. He he does it to himself. Poor guy. Yeah. He is a very good.
0: He is a very good blocker. He is just speaking. Um, of the Giants, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a very good blocker because Evan Neal has looked rough in a couple of games this year. Just saying. The yeah, but is,
1: he on rough. the other side. We got Andrew Thomas, who's not look, only the number one tackle in the league. He's the number one PFF player in the whole league. He does look good. Oh, That's
0: with no disrespect. But yeah, Ballinger. League, I think he has like a what's his his most targets in a game is what five. I don't haven't with, pulled up. We'll right go with now. five. We'll go with five. Yeah, but, like, at the same time, talking about tight ends, we, we have – I haven't even seen – Trey McBride barely cracks the field. You know what I mean? I, I
1: yeah. mean, you just sign – Working
2: tight ends years. don't generally play too much anyway,
1: so. Yeah, cause I, I mean, like, we're talking about Junior Boundary being the number one tight end through six weeks, and he has 35 points, so.
2: Yeah. I mean, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I get it. I get it. It's just a funny thing. We were like, dude, Daniel Bellinger's outscored Kyle Pitts. Like, this is nuts. This is so nuts. It doesn't even more, sound – like, more what were the, the
1: betting odds on that? Like, I don't know if you can bet on something like that, but, like, who's who in their right mind would say that Daniel Bellinger would outscore Kyle Pitts this well, far this in the first, first five weeks of the season? season. Yeah. 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 It's stupid. Well, so, but.
2: just since we're talking about Kyle Pitts, good transition to the dark side that you wanted to go to, Dele. Who is uh, Who are some of the rookies you guys were high on coming into the season that just have not looked great so far? I don't want to say the dub techs.
1: We'll go – I'll, I'll go hands up first. Uh, I'm a big Traylon Burks guy. So far, it hasn't panned out. Given <laughs> there is some things stacked against him, he wasn't really there for a lot of the training camps, kind of like hobbled through preseason. Um, Hasn't really – you know, just not familiar with the offense yet. And then he gets injured with turf toe. So he's out for even longer to make it look even worse. But I still think that, like, you know, they traded A.J. Brown for him. So eventually he'll get the usage. Right. The week before he got injured, they said that they wanted to use him more often. So I think they're bringing him back from the injury. We'll actually see his true profile and we'll go from there. I don't want to hit the panic button on him just yet, but we'll see. Anybody? You got you panicking on him, Steven? I know you're a Trey guy.
0: Yeah. I am as well. Um, I have him in four leagues. Um, at the same yeah, time, though, there's a lot of there's a lot of things like you said. I mean, we're talking about the asthma thing. We're talking about you know hobbling through training camp and OTAs and all that. Um, then the connection with Malik Willis, you know, his future QB. It, it looks spotty in preseason games, but I do have some positives. He was getting carries. You know, he was getting a couple rushes here and there. So, like, I think they have, like, that Debo Samuel role in, you know, in the mind to use him for. Um, You know, he was averaging about 13 yards per catch for his, for his, what, 13 catches he might have this year (laughs) altogether. But, yeah. At some points, there's some explosiveness working here. Uh, Like you said, then he gets turfed though. He hasn't really had a chance to find a groove, find a rhythm. Yeah. Um, Obviously if you drafted him in the top four picks, you're a little concerned because you want to see some production at this point. But I say be patient. Don't don't panic on him. He's one of those guys that has that alpha type athletic upside. Could be an absolute monster. Just just hold and you know what I mean his price point's pretty low. So I think he's a buy low candidate, but he's also
1: a, a don't panic guy as well.
2: Yeah, Yeah. as an Um,
1: outside, unbiased person, Frankie, let me hear something.
2: No, yeah, I was going to say Traylon Burke so far is just, it's kind of been like the injuries, like Chalmers was saying. It hasn't really been a lot of production issues. He just hasn't been on the field too much. So it's kind of hard to even gauge whether or not we should panic on him or not, other than the injuries. Like, obviously, if you want to say, yeah, I'm worried about him because he hasn't been able to stay healthy, I feel like that's fair. Um, But I don't think it's fair to say that he's been a bust in terms of talent just yet. So I do think it's very fair to uh, be concerned, but maybe maybe hold out a little bit longer before we just give up on him outright.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, as of right now, this far into your – I mean, if you draft him. and you kind of lean on him to do well is like your flex spot or your wide receiver three. I mean, you're kind of kicking yourself in the,
2: Oh yeah. If that happened, then you're, you're, you're kind of up shit's Creek at this point, but if, if, unless it's, I mean, it's dynasty, that's kind of the, the game. That's the reason that this game is so fun in terms of dynasty is just because yeah, that might not have worked out for you this year, but next year, Traylon Burks if he's healthy and then you get a good first round pick in a loaded draft class. You know what I mean? And then your fortunes turn around next year. So, right. Uh, yeah. If you, if, if you need him to be a wide receiver three or flex option for you, you're, you're probably not doing too hot this season. And I definitely understand that type of panic, but uh, I, well, I, I go ahead.
1: I definitely, I was just going to say, I I did definitely plenty of startup this off season and I've done, I've seen even redrafts. All, not well, not really. No, this was a deep redraft. I saw him into Flex. But he very much was in that Flex Water Server 3 conversation in a lot of these startups. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I
0: so saw him going like fifth, sixth round. Same with Drake London. It's, I
1: mean, so, Well, I never saw him. I don't think I ever saw him around London. He was always two rounds after London, I would say, pretty comfortably. He so was like seventh, eighth round he was going. But still, that's, you know, you need him to produce. Yeah. If,
2: yeah, if you're drafting them that early, you need to get something out of them. And you're yeah. right now you're not getting anything. So
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, the one I want to talk about, another first round wide receiver, he's handling punt duties and kickoff return duties. Uh Sky Moore. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about him. Um that, that was one, that was my guy as well. So I'm glad you brought him up. For one, I hate that a wide receiver wears a number twenty four. That shit is stupid. That shit is absolutely stupid. Um
2: these new anyway. numbers are throwing me all the way the hell off. Just to, we mentioned Evan Ingram earlier. He wears number 17 as tight end. Like, what the what the hell?
1: Yeah, it's weird. I, what are we 20, doing? I, hate it. I can't say. J-P-P, it. JPP wears number four, which is hilarious and weird at the same time. That
2: is the best jersey number in the NFL. And I don't care <laughs> what anybody says. JPP wearing the number four is perfect. That's the only one that they should allow for the rest of the time. Well, Sorry, continue, Sky Moore. So. It's just, yeah,
0: that it, <laughs> hand up. It's a first-round pick here. Now, granted, I know I know you lose Tyreek Hill, but you bring in you know some some plethora of wide receivers. bring in MVS, you bring in Juju. I never liked Miko. Never, you know. What I mean, we're going into year four of what four of Miko, and it's like it never worked out, never panned out. So I didn't see it panning out. Uh, Clyde might be getting a little bit more burned in the passing game than we've been used to, um, but we're still we're still talking about punt return and kick return duties. Like that's what we're talking right. about. Yeah. Right. Um. This kid was going ahead of George Pickens, and it blows my mind. It blows my mind. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, you have to hold Sky Moore. You, you're not. You know what I mean? You can't. You can't sell him. What are you selling for? I hope second?
1: he's in your taxi squad and you can re-adjust next year. Yeah.
2: He. If you brought. If you have a taxi squad in your dynasty league, then Sky Moore is somebody that you should have been putting there to begin with. Um, if you, for whatever reason, had Skymore somebody that you were expecting a production out of, sorry to hear that. Um, but yeah, Skymore is a guy that I was a little bit more high on coming into the season that like Kansas City offense doesn't have any production coming out of their wide receiver room right now. So that's, what's even more concerning about Skymore. It'd be different if Juju had came in and kind of just taken over and was looking like a stud or me kind of just, you know, finally emerged or mvs or any of these but nothing and sky moore still hasn't gotten more than four targets this season and he's finished three games where he didn't have a single target so i don't know first round pick on a guy like that to get no production is just it's crazy to me so yeah, sky moore is very disappointing especially in an offense that doesn't have a true wide receiver one right now
0: side note Side note, my Travis Kelsey 18 touchdown prediction is alive and well. <laughs> yeah, that's alive. great.
1: Great into my little transition. What I was going to say is, like, I just put my hand up and took fault and, like, ate shit for Traylon Burks. But now on the other flip side of things, I can say that I've been on the – I never liked Sky more, Not once. So He was never even on my draft boards. And my prediction of the Chiefs offense has been nothing but the truth in which I've been saying it's going to be Travis Kelsey and then everybody else is just going to get whatever they get. And that's exactly what's happened so far. And I think it's going to continue to be that way. It's just the connection between Mahomes and Kelsey is strong and none of the receivers are really showing up. So it's like might as well just keep doing what works. But yeah, yeah I never, I've
0: sprinkles. always hated
1: no... Ty more. I never got the hype. Um, <laughs> and I, like I've always said, you're not gonna find another Tyreek Hill. Just stop. These teams need to stop chasing Tyreek Hill. It's not gonna happen. He's one of a kind, and it just is what it is.
2: I mean, the Dolphins got pretty close with Waddle, but and then they just brought Tyreek Hill it anyway. So. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I think Jameson has a chance to be that guy, but I totally agree with what you're saying. Uh Tyreek is one of one. He's an absolute you know, he's just a different receiver. It's hard to find that receiver, man. It's And I agree with you. I think I think they have to stop trying to replace Tyreek Hill and yeah. Tyreek Hill, like I said, is one of one. But and like and with all this going on, like I said, Sky Moore still isn't on the field. Still not on the field. And that's the, that's the worrisome part about Sky Moore. Yeah. Um, they did the same thing with me, Cole, The same thing. And then a role never grew. It never grew into anything. Never came to any kind of fruition. I remember big drops in the AFC Championship game two years ago. It, I, It is what it is, man. But, yeah. Sky Moore, somebody, if you stash him on your taxi, you might get a second-round pick, late second-round pick, third-round pick for him. It is what it is. Frank, anybody you want to – You got in the doghouse you
1: want to talk about?
2: No, man. Sky Moore was my guy. I was uh, kind (laughs) of shocked you brought him up. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, Somebody that I'm a little shocked so far this season hasn't gotten as much burn as I think maybe would have been anticipated is uh, your boy Kenny Pickett. He's finally got on the field, but – First game he came in and he had, what was it, three, three interceptions he had or five turnovers or something crazy like that?
0: It was three picks, but to be fair, to be fair, One's on a Hail Mary. I, I don't know how you feel about it. I don't count Hail Mary interceptions. It is what it is. You're just tossing the bitch up. It's 50-50 ball. I
2: don't personally count Hail Mary interceptions, but they do
0: still count on fantasy football.
2: Fantasy, so yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: It's it's fun. You can't just be like, no, he didn't throw that because in fantasy <laughs> football. Yeah, you're getting count. that negative two no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I'm talking about just, like,
0: on-the-field performance evaluation, like, um the other one was a 50-50 ball to Claypool that he perfectly placed there. He just didn't high point the ball. I get Claypool off the field. I absolutely hate, I hate Claypool. It's awful. Um I will give him you credit. Not worried about 52 attempts to with no touchdowns. I mean of course I am, but I mean at that point we're getting aired out by the Bills. That game that game was a wash anyway. I mean we're getting aired out. We were down 24 to 3. I feel team.
2: like that's more of a concern. I don't mean to keep interrupting you, but the fact that you guys were getting boat raced and you had to do nothing but throw the ball and still couldn't
0: put the ball in the end zone, that's a little I mean, concerning to me. I mean, it's hard. I mean, this, like I said, this kid's about to get thrown through the gauntlet. He is. I mean, you go, like I said, you go to Buffalo, you have Tampa Bay come. you're at Miami, then you go to Philly, then you go on by, you get New Orleans, and you get Cincinnati. This kid's about to get thrown through the gauntlet. We'll see what he's about. Uh, I will tell you this. Mitch, let, Mitch has four touchdowns on the year on 42 drives. Kenny had two on three. It's the, it seems like everybody responds better to Kenny Pickett. It seems like they want to play for Kenny. Like I said, let's just give it some time. I obviously, you know, 52 passes is a lot, and it is concerning to not have a touchdown. But like I said, let's He's just – four interceptions in two games, man. Let's just pump the brakes, man.
2: Give the kid a little Ooh. bit of time. I don't know. I'm just, I hit when I hear everybody say, oh, he's got, and I don't just mean this for Kenny Pickett, but since we're doing it with Kenny Pickett right now, we'll talk about it. When everybody's like, oh, he's got a rough gauntlet, he's got to play this defense and that defense and this defense. I got a news break for you. The NFL is hard like it's the best players in the world for a reason so if you are concerned with a guy getting acclimated to the speed of the game then you probably shouldn't have spent a first round pick on him is my opinion of it so uh, i've never been a picket guy so i don't i just haven't seen it yet and it doesn't look like it's going to be anything special so
0: it's early it's two games but i don't know but we talked about this during the rookie talk uh, a while back, I don't know if any QB was first round was first round grade material anyway, no. but we had to draft a quarterback, yeah. and he was the highest graded QB that we. You know, what I mean, we had to. No, you it, didn't. It did it, bro. You guys needed
2: certain- a quarterback solution, but drafting one in the first round didn't have to be at this season.
0: But Dude, we don't TV. have to talk about team building. Yeah. It's the yeah, podcast. <laughs> I say pump the brakes though. I say give the kid a little bit of time. and I mean just we're talking about two games. I get it. Hasn't been pretty in a lot of aspects, but let's just pump the brakes. Let's just if we if we're still talking about this three weeks down the road, okay. That's perfectly fine with me. We can have there that talk.
1: Yeah. So just to transition AJ is not here with us in the podcast, but it does not mean we do not have a group message. And so just for just for AJ, I'll bring up James Cook, who I guess should easily made our list. I don't own him in any league, so I haven't been monitoring him very well. Um, he is very underwhelming, and he's he's only seen the field uh, his highest snap percentage is 26, and he hasn't came close <laughs> since that week. So. question
0: uh, put him in. That they put him in, bro.
1: Yeah, facts. That draft, they drafted James Cook just so that they could feature Devin Singletary
2: more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't want to talk about James Cook since AJ yeah. wasn't here because that's kind of his guy. So I didn't want to break right. him down. But yeah, I mean, he's been pretty disappointing in the sense of it seemed like coming into the season that was going to be a little bit more of a committee backfield, but it's basically been devin singletary's job and then james cook comes in to fumble the ball and then he gets taken (laughs) out that's pretty much been how that's gone all season so i don't know i i think james cook still has the talent he looked good on that touchdown run that he had last
1: week but uh, that's fair i actually did like that touchdown
2: (laughs) he looked really good on that touchdown run like it, it 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 looked special. It looked like, oh, okay, this is why you draft James Cook. But at the same time, it's just one run in five weeks, and there's not a lot else to look at other than that one touchdown run. So, yeah, uh, I don't, I don't want to say too much without AJ here, but since he asked, yeah, no, I'm very disappointed in James Cook. And if you can throw him into the a trade as a sweetener, I would definitely probably go ahead and take care of that
0: right now. To be fair, though. None of these running backs look good at all. It's the Josh Allen mean? show. I mean, granted. Oh, you mean in Buffalo? Yeah, granted, Singletary. I thought you talking about rookies, too. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was like, like wait, body. what do you <laughs> mean? I
2: love Brees Hall, David Pierce look good. Oh, no, 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 we're Walker. good. We're good. We
0: we talked about the studs. We talked about the studs. Yeah. But now, nah, like, Buffalo, it, dude, it's it's all Josh Allen. That's it. That That's all this is. I mean, there's been what three consecutive weeks where Singletary's had under 10 touches. Like, I don't want to own any Buffalo running back. Period. I found that mean, coming yeah, into the season too. To be fair, the they don't they don't run the ball. Like,
2: that's that's how this offense works. They just throw the ball all over the yard. There's no running in this
0: offense unless Josh Allen is no, doing not. I will tell you though, I do want to give credit one more, and it's not a it's not a negative thing, but like I just want to you know give a little shout out. I have been impressed with
1: Rashad White. Thinking the limited, amount yeah. Of- I was gonna get to an honorable mention section and talk about him myself. Yeah, I think that covers probably all of our little one we forgot. No, you didn't talk about George Pickens, but you know we'll let it be. We'll you said we honorable mentions. We'll let
0: we it. got honorable mentions. We'll we, got be-
1: honorable mention. we can go through those two,
0: and then we can do the Thursday night predictions. And oh, I can't wait to watch the Commanders and Bears. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, my last in My, brain. Mention, my last
2: honorable mentions: Alec Pierce. From the Colts, um, not a lot to say. He's just had a two two season or two straight weeks that he's looked pretty good. Back to back weeks of six plus targets, four catches in week four for 80 yards, and eight catches last week for 81 yards. Uh, yards per target has been up, looking pretty good. He's getting his downfield targets from Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan looks very comfortable going to him in stressful situations, which for whatever reason that Colts offensive line is creating a lot of for him. So. Uh, one of the worst offensive line situations in the league. And Alec Pierce has looked like a safety blanket. So, Alec yeah. Pierce so far is looking really good with the Indianapolis Colts.
0: Yeah, I like mine, that. Has to, mine has to go to my mm. boy. Mine has to go to number 14, uh, George Pickens.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the kid' his snap percentage is, you know, I mean, it's pretty solid now. He's playing around 70% of the snaps, if not more. Uh, he's getting a lot of work. It's phasing out Claypool, which I'm a huge fan of. Some of these big catches he's come through, and, I mean, these catches are insane. We all, You all know which catch I'm referring to when it comes to the body, you know, the contorting of the body. It was insane, man. This kid has a lot of talent. He looks like he's going to be Pickens' number – or, excuse me, Pickett's number one go-to wide receiver. I told you that's, that. Pickens
1: that's would also probably be Pickens' number one receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If right. <laughs> he could throw the ball to himself, right.
0: Um the volume is steadily climbing. I mean, we're talking about three weeks of seven targets, eight targets, eight targets. Like, I mean, obviously, that doesn't scream wide receiver one volume, but for a rookie, this kid's coming in. He had his first 100 yard game. I'm excited to see him grow. I'm just ready to see Claypool off the field. George Pickens is my honorable mention.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Do whatever you can to get Chase Claypool off the field. I've been saying he's bad. So. Ass. Also, he's a straight dog. He just pushes people off the line. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> they're gonna, they're literally gonna make a rule for the, uh, was that little, the little grace yards they get for contact. Yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna do something about that if he just keeps pushing motherfuckers over.
2: I hope they don't. They deserve
0: to get bullied like that. Corners are a bunch of assholes. Facts. <laughs> True. <laughs> he's a physical guy Play physical. If you can't match physicality, get
1: out of the way. I've but, also liked his his high point, his ability to go get the ball, and that's that's translated pretty well so far. That's always been a strong part of his game, and he hasn't had any problem translating to the NFL with that. Never thought he would. He attacks
0: yeah. the ball very strong. It's it's he's an insane receiver. He's going to be very good.
1: Uh, Delhi, last one up. Any honorable mentions you have? Oh, I already told you that Versailles White would, would 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 have been mine. I didn't come prepared with anybody else, to be honest with you.
0: You're good, bro. That's cool. We're yeah. No. I was just
1: I'm just surprised. I didn't think that it would take this I mean, it's been pretty short. I just would have assumed that Leonard Fournette would have been the guy for a little longer given his connection to Brady, but he's already getting involved in this offense and he looks pretty good out there on the field. Yeah, to
0: be fair though, too, it it is Leonard Fournette's backfield. Like no questions asked. Oh yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. But
0: I mean he's been he had, you know I mean, he's been pretty pretty decent in the receiving game when he gets on the field, like Obviously, his rushing numbers aren't the best, but, you know what I mean?
1: He's He's still still making his way into the offense, but still, from what I've seen, good.
0: I'm good with it. Um, So, I have AJ's pick here. A little Thursday night preview. Um, Like I said, I'm so excited to watch the Washington and uh, Chicago game. It's going to be a phenomenal game. Um, We might see 30 pass attempts. Amongst both teams,
2: the only thing we're going to see is the back of our eyelids because this game is going to put everybody to sleep.
0: Uh, I'm gonna have a. I want to have a bold prediction, though. Uh, Brian Robson goes for 100 yards for his first
1: 100 yard NFL game.
2: Oh, absolutely!
1: Um, you know, it's not hard to predict given the Bears give up 170 rushing yards a game, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's their number one running back.
1: You know how Gibson and McKissick are. Plus, you know, he's coming back from a a horrific
0: injury. You know, welcome back, Brian Robinson, as well. Um, So I'm just going to say he has a 100 yard game. I'm pretty excited to see this uh, kid play. I have a couple shares on a deep taxi stash. I'm excited to see him play. Um, But I'll go around the table. I'll announce AJ's first, and I'll let you guys go around the table. AJ took Chicago on Thursday night.
2: Yeah. um, I'm not going to take Chicago to win any games. At all, ever, this season. I think they're one of the worst teams in football. Uh, Justin Fields does not look great, so I'm going to go with the Washington football team, a.k.a. the Commanders this week. I think Carson (laughs) Wentz is going to have a pretty solid week. He's been a pretty good fantasy football quarterback this year, uh, so I think he can have a pretty solid production for you if you need a streaming quarterback. uh, Terry McLaurin should get you your usual Terry McLaurin 10 targets for six catches and 75 yards and not a touchdown. If he gets you a touchdown, you might win your week. So give me the football team in this one.
1: Um, So I don't think it's any secret that I hate the Bears. So given, just like Frankie said, I will never take the Bears in a game. I think they're <laughs> terrible, and I will continue to think that. They've won two games, and I think they've gotten lucky in both games. Uh, so, yeah, give me the Commanders. They're, wanting, they're They're due for a win, and I don't think, Carson Wentz is going to continue to be bad against the Bears. And to be to your point, this is going to be a boring game, but is anything more boring than last Thursday's game? Because that was it can't tough. Be. It that, was, can't be. that was tough. I think we're going to get a better game than last Thursday.
2: If not, they need to cancel Thursday night football.
1: I mean, I'm just saying Amazon pair this money, it's kind of fucking up.
2: I mean, they don't schedule the games. They just schedule. They get the Friday broadcast.
0: Excuse me, I'm stuttering, but they've Bro, got some shitty games this year. That's for sure. That Thursday night game last week was awful. But
1: I, I turned off.
0: AJ's on an island. Um, I'm taking Washington as well. Uh I will never pick the Bears to win a game. Just can't do
1: it. It is what it is, boys. They're so bad. They're so bad. Yeah, I, I hate watching them play. I really, I yeah. just, I, it's,
2: mm-mm. It talk about boring.
1: Yeah.
0: Although if they're going to lean heavy on a run game, Montgomery could also have another hundred yard game too. So we'll see how this game plays mm-hmm. out. Washington has been awful against the run as well. We'll see. We will we'll see. Other than that, that's all I got. Um, Great uh, rookie check-in. Uh, great way to gauge some values of these players that we uh, that we have. Uh, you see the guys that we're higher on, the guys that we're lower on. Um, and some guys that we're trying to give some time to, you know, just let it play out a little bit longer for us. Um, you see the Twitter handles there. Um, we appreciate VSN for the opportunity to stream on StreamYard again. You know, just want to give a shout-out to the to the platform. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Any comments, anything like that? Delia, anything you want to say to the people before we get out of here?
1: Yep. <laughs> Appreciate you guys tuning in, as usual. Uh, out here trying to get out as much content as we can. Um, and then just a little just a little sneak preview. Uh, I'm going to be taking a little bit more effort to try to get onto the TikTok scene, so watch out for that, baby. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get no help from me, buddy.
0: Oof,
2: yeah, TikTok is a rough scene for me, but uh, yeah, thanks everybody for the support so far. Uh, Delhi gets on TikTok. I might have to finally be forced to check out TikTok. I know my wife's been trying to get me on there, she'll get pretty pissed off if fantasy footballs will finally get me on there. But hey, what uh, you have if it happens, it happens. But uh, peace out, everybody. Hug your loved ones, appreciate everybody.
0: Peace, love, AJ. Hope family's well. See you see when we see you, buddy.